Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويرفع لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge in Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions Indeed whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide him to Islam no one can mislead him after Allah and whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray no one can guide him after Allah I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen and I testify that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which is his sunnah. The words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. Uh, welcome to you all and inshallah it's continuation to our subject concerning common mistakes that done in Salah by some Muslims. Today we have a new chapter, and this is chapter number 12. And this is basically talking about uh, the Salah starting from after reciting Quran and continuing until it is clean out, out of the Salah. And we don't start with the first issue here that when some people the uh, go to sujood or they are in sujood you can see the their arm laid down on the carpet or that means the elbow the forearm the hand everything on the ground and this is one of the mistakes that done by some Muslims while they making salah 
which is the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had forbidden. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, This hadith which in the collection of Imam al-Bukhari, rahmatullah alayhi, that Anas ibn Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, said, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Rectify your position during sujood and don't lay down your arm like the position of a dog. I'm sure that some of you, if not all of you, have saw a dog before and you see how the dog sits and that you can see the hand, the wrist, the forearm, the elbow, everything is laying down, touching the ground. A Muslim has to be different from the animal, especially in Salah, and not to be imitating the dog or any other animal. So this is the type of sitting of a dog, and a Muslim, he has to lift up his forearm, his elbow, out of the ground. So you be touching the ground only with your hand. That means your fingers, your palm, this was going to be on the ground. And the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, that he used to separate it between his arms and his side, to such a degree that the Sahaba, they will be able to see uh, his armpits while he's making sujood, if he prostrating. In another hadith that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, إِذَا سَجَدْتَ فَضَعْكَ فَيْكَ وَرْفَعْ مِرْفَقَيْكَ That means, if you prostrate, so put your bombs and lift up your elbow. So this is the proper way in sujood. To such a degree that been narrated in the collection of Imam Muslim that when the Prophet وسلم, used to prostrate, he used to separate his elbow and his arm from his body so much to such a degree if he a goat, a baby goat, or a baby sheep, wish to go under his arm, will have a space to pass from under his arm. And this will relate to a man as well as a woman. As I stated before, everything in Salah is the same for a male or female. Unless we have some indication from the Prophet ﷺ to say that a woman is not supposed to do this, so we can do it. Otherwise, the woman has to pray exactly like the man. Also from the common mistakes that done by some Muslims during sujood, that when they are in the position of prostration, they will cross their feet. So they will put one on top of the other. 
And this is wrong. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, Umirtu an asjuda ala sab'ati a'zum. I've been commanded to prostrate upon seven bones. And when the Prophet ﷺ mentioned this, he pointed to his forehead and nose and the two hands and the two knees and the tips of your feet, that means your toes. So both feet have to be down and the toes of the feet have to be touching the ground. So if you cross one foot above the other, this means that you are prostrating on six bones, not as the Prophet said to us, to prostrate in seven bones. The proper way also, that you turn your toes towards the Qibla. So it would be a mistake that you put your toes pointing to the ground. But you supposed to tilt and turn your toes and to make them towards the Qibla. So your feet will be in a standing up position, touching the ground, and the toes will be turning towards the Qibla. So it will be like an L shape. Also from the mistakes done by some Muslims, that they lean on the left arm while they are sitting for the shahud. And this has been forbidden by the Prophet ﷺ. In salah or outside the salah, even after the salah, you notice sometimes when people sitting on the ground, especially in a class, they will be bending their knees and having their left arm behind them leaning on it. The Prophet ﷺ said, don't sit like this. Because this is the setting of those people who are punished in hellfire. In another narration, in the collection of Imam Ahmad, he said, هي قاعدة المغضوب عليهم. It is the form of setting of those whom Allah is angry with. So we have to avoid sitting like this in salah as well as out of Salah. A common mistake that some Muslims, when they finish the first rak'ah, they will stand up straight to the second rak'ah without sitting before they stand up. Because some people, they claim that the Prophet ﷺ did this when he got old. So he was doing it for a reason, which is not correct. Okay? Otherwise, if the Prophet ﷺ did it because a reason, 
or health reason, old of age or something, is not going to teach the Sahaba to do this. So the Prophet ﷺ used to do it, and he also commands the man who did his salah badly to sit. So it is the sunnah that the person, after he finished the second prostration, the first rak'ah, he will sit before he stand up to the second rak'ah. And he will do this also going from the third to the fourth he sit for a moment, and after this, he will stand up. Some of the scholars, they call it Jalsat al-Istiraha, resting position, or the resting, the sitting for rest. But this label is not been used by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So it got later on to be called this name, Jalsat al-Istiraha. To some Imams also, when they make takbir, moving from position to position, especially in the last rak'ah, they elongate it and it have a special tone that everybody will know that this is the last sitting or the last takbir or that he's about to finish his salah. And all the takbirat, moving from a position to position, it has to be the same. And Imam shouldn't do this intentionally to have a special tone or a special elongation for the last takbirah, which indicates to the people that this is the last rak'ah. So if, if somebody did it, not mean it, it's fine. But if somebody do this in his salah and became his habit, this would be a mistake that should be avoided. From the common mistake that's done by some Muslims, then when they sit for the last tashahud, they sit the same way like they sat in the first tashahud. And this is not correct. Because the way how the Prophet said in the last Tishahud, he put his thigh on the ground while his left foot was under the right leg. And this called Tawarruq. Tawarruq means sitting on the thigh. So you left, you will sit on the Left the thigh. But during the first tashahud, you're set on the left foot. So the proper sunnah, that the first sunnah in the last tashahud, like in Maghrib or Isha, that you will sit in the position of tawarruq. From the common mistakes done by some Muslims, that they start raising their tashahud, their finger, during tashahud, when they reach the saying, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abdu wa rasuluh. So when they utter this, now this is the time when they move their finger 
or the burger finger up, the index finger. But the proper way that the person will raise his finger in the first tashahud as well as the second tashahud from the beginning, from the time you start say, At-Tahiyyatu Lillah, you start raise your finger. Another mistake done by some Muslims during the Salah, in their tashahud, they add the term Sayyidna, which means our master or our chief. So instead of saying Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad, they will say what? Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. There is no form of the shahud which has the uttering of Sayyidina. So this will be in addition to be a mistake, it will be also a bid'ah that been added which is not been recommended by the Prophet, neither will know that any of the Sahaba had uttered it. Also, we notice that some people, when they make salam, they slim out of the salah, they turn the right hand to the right, and when they make salam to the left, they will flip their left hand also to the left. Or they will wave with the right hand as well as the left hand. This is a mistake. And the Prophet ﷺ has forbid the Sahaba of doing this or admonished them. This hadith in the collection of the Imam Muslim. And he said, عَلَامَةُ مُؤُونَ بَأَيْدِيكُمْ كَأَنَّهَا أَذْنَابُ خَيْلُ شُمُسِ إِنَّمَا يَكْفِي أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَضَعَ يَدَهُ عَلَى فَغْذِهِ ثم يسلم على أخيه من على يمينه وشماله. The Prophet ﷺ said to them, Why are you acting like the tails of such animals? Moving your hand when you... It's sufficient that one of you put his hands on his side. And after this, he will greet his brother on the right side and greet his brother on the left side. So when you search for tashahud, your palm is in your side. And when you finish the tashahud and you finish the dua, you turn your head, but you don't turn your arm. And you say, Assalamu alaikum to the right, and you say, Assalamu alaikum on the left. And this is the proper way that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu had did and taught us. You notice also that some Muslims, when they make the claim, so before they turn to the right, they knock 
knock their head down. And after this, they go to the right, assalamu alaikum rahmatullah, they bring it back again to the center and they nod it down, and after this they say assalamu alaikum rahmatullah. This also has nothing to do with the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa The proper sunnah that you turn your head without nodding your head, and also that you will make it sufficient that the person who behind you can see your cheek, the right, and when you turn to the left also, that the people behind you, they can see your cheek. And this was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi used to do. If the Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, he said when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi used to turn his head to make the seam on the right, and on the left, we used to see the whiteness of his cheek. Okay? But we don't know that the Prophet ﷺ used to move his hand or nodding his head up and down before the sleep. Also, some people, when they make salam, they made a dua. So when they say, Assalamu alaikum to the right, they say, Oh Allah, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-jannah, or as'aluka al-fawza bil-jannah. And after this, he turned to the left and said, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah, as'aluka al-najata min al-nar. So he would say, As-salamu alaykum, to end the prayer to the right, and say, Oh Allah, give me jannah. And after this, he would look to the left and say, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah, Oh Allah, save me from hellfire. This is a bid'ah. And this also the mistake. And this is adding to the prayer something which the Prophet ﷺ didn't teach us. Inshallah we're going to stop here because it's going to be a new chapter after this which will be related to after the Taslim. Uh, in case anybody have any question about what we related today, uh, you may ask, inshallah. If no question related to the subject, we can entertain a general question. Thank you for listening. Jazakumullah khairan. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 114.57, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.